0: What's up, Bucketheads? Anna here to tell you about a Bucket List-worthy baseball adventure that is just around the corner. Together, Baseball Bucket List and Simply a Fan are taking a group to Fenway Park in Boston on June 8th to see the Savannah Bananas play at one of the most historic venues in the country. Tickets start at $99, and we're also offering exciting add-ons like a Red Sox game and a private tour of Fenway Park, as well as hotel accommodations. Head to BaseballBucketList.com slash Boston to learn more and claim your spot. That's BaseballBucketList.com slash Boston. I can't wait to see you at the ballpark.
1: I remember it was the last day of our trip. We had been four weeks around Florida everywhere. I remember it was raining. (laughs) We were driving in in the highway and we see the Marlins Park there. Well, at least we can go and see the Marlins Park. So then I saw this big pillars there that had like uh, Jose's name and number there there were like hundreds of messages written there uh, on these walls at the time it like kind of hit me hard that not only the team had just lost the player but like the whole community in Miami all the Cuban community had just uh, lost a player
0: What's up, Bucketheads? Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to episode number 137 of the Baseball Bucket List podcast. I'm your host, Anna Di and each week on the show I speak with a different baseball fan about their favorite memories, what's left on their baseball bucket list, and what the game of baseball means to them. This week, I had the pleasure of sitting down with Tommy korkia all the way from Vasa, Finland. Tommy is a big-time Miami Marlins fan thanks to a trip he and his wife took to Miami for their honeymoon. The two were cheering on the fish to make the 2016 postseason so they'd have a chance to see a live ball game while in America. That was, of course, the year of Jose Fernandez's tragic death, which would happen just before Tommy and his wife took off for Miami. Even though he wouldn't get a chance to see them play in person, Tommy continued to follow along from overseas and became more and more attached to the team over time. We discussed the process of Tommy finding his way to the Marlins, how he and his friend Vile started a podcast, Baseball Therapia, which translates to Baseball Therapy, and hear an incredible story about a random baseball Tommy pulled out of a bucket of balls being sold at a market. This one was so much fun, Tommy was a blast, I know you're really going to enjoy it, so let's get right to it. Now, without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy some baseball banter with Tommy Corkeamacki. Tommy, thank you so much for joining us today on the baseball bucket list. How are things in Finland?
1: Uh like like usually in Finland it's it's dark and cold. <laughs> but uh yeah, we just had a few weeks, we had a minus twenty-five here, but uh, now it's a little bit warmer, so we are on the on the plus side in the in the Celsius. But hopefully spring is coming because it, it has been Few months now, only only dark and cold.
0: Oh, how does that even like? When you go outside and it's minus twenty five, what do you do? Like, you can't be outside for more than just a few minutes, I would guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the winter time, at least our family doesn't spend much time outside. But I have a five k uh, trip to my work, and I do it by bike. Oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, it's 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 an adventure to to go to work in 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 winter by bike in minus 25, but so far so good. So.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, I'll just have to remember you the next time I feel like complaining about, you know, 30 degrees Fahrenheit on the plus side. So Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. cool. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited to talk with you about your baseball story and, you know, I I want to get started by hearing how did you kind of fall in love with baseball?
1: Well, I would say I fall in love with baseball um, around 2017. I think I had a a little crush on baseball (laughs) in 2016. So uh, before 2016, I didn't know so much about baseball. I knew who Babe Ruth was by name, and uh, I could name a few teams. But that was it. I seen a couple of movies, but then me and my wife got married in 2016. So we started to to plan our trip, our honeymoon trip. And then we decided that uh, we should go to Florida. We had a four weeks uh, holiday. So we wanted to go to Florida and do a little round trip in Florida. So we both like sports. So first, I remember that the first thing that came to We both think about baseball because what's more American than baseball? So we wanted to see baseball. And of course, we wanted to see all the other major sports. So I'm a Miami Dolphins fan before that. So uh, we got tickets to Dolphins game. Then hockey is a really big thing here in Finland. So we went to see the Panthers. Then I started to look about baseball like do they play baseball in October when we have our trip in October? So Then I found out that, uh, no, they don't play baseball in October <laughs> unless you make it to the postseason. <laughs> and That was kind of the first thing I found out uh, about the team that the Miami had, the Marlins. So this was around like June or July, something like that. So I started to look at the tickets and everything, and I found out that the only way we could see baseball when we are on our trip is to to see that the Marlins are in the uh, in the playoffs. So so then I started to look. Uh, that, uh, what's the possibility that they could <laughs> make it to the postseason? And 2016 they had a quite uh, like decent team, and uh, during the summer they still had a like small chance to to get the playoffs. So then I looked at. How is the playoffs working? So then I, then I found another thing that uh, the only way that we could see that the Marlins could make it to wild cards. And then I found out that it was just a one game yep. wild card. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there was a, little, a, a lot of op- obstacles on our way to see the baseball. So, but at the time I, I worked uh, in a hotel here in Vasa and, uh, and I mainly worked at, at night so i worked from uh, 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. so basically it's a daytime in, in america so i watched a lot of baseballs and i watched a lot of marlins baseball and i was rooting for them and having like a small like connection with the team so they were pretty good and it started to look li- like they could probably make it we just had to see and then um uh, few weeks before our trip the, the tragedy of uh, Jose Fernandez happens and everything then collapsed for, for the Marlins and then we went to our trip we had a fun like best holiday ever four weeks in Florida it was really really cool then it was, I remember it was the last day of our trip we had been four weeks around Florida everywhere I remember it was raining it was a, like cloudy day and <laughs> we were driving in, in the highway and we see the Marlins Park there and we decided that, okay, well, at least we can go and see the Marlins Park. So okay. we drove up there and then I walked around the stadium and then I saw these big pillars there that had like uh, Jose's uh, name and number there. They had painted there and there were like hundreds of messages written there uh, on these walls. So... At the time, it like kind of hit me hard that not only the team had just lost a player, but like the whole community in Miami, all the Cuban community had just uh, lost a player. And Marlins didn't get anything in return. Like this was not just like they traded away and they got something back. Like he was just taken away. So that hit me really hard. So. I wanted to kind of see how this will will affect the Marlins because I, I, I would assume that he was a like really key piece for the future. They wanted to build a team around he, him. so so then after we got back, so I started to read about baseball. I started to read about the Marlins and I started to read about Jose so. That kind of pushed me to the from crush to love for the game. So like pretty pretty quickly for that one. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. My wedding anniversary is also in October and we try to go to Florida every year. And of course my favorite team is the the Tampa Bay Rays. And so I find myself in a similar kind of situation as you every year, just, you know, wondering if they'll still be in it um, you know, as we kind of make our way to to Tampa. But You know, what you talked about with with Jose and that tragedy, it's such a weird thing because, you know, you and I don't know him and, and hardly anybody who was impacted by his death knew him. You know, of course people did, but it's so strange how you can feel such a connection and such a loss from somebody that you never met personally. But you know, with sports, and you know this from watching so many games at night while you were working, it starts to feel like a part of your life. And those people who are involved in it, they kind of start to feel like, like your family and your friends. And so, um, you know, whenever tragedy strikes like that, especially when it's someone so young and full of life and promise, it's, uh, it's really, really hard and difficult to deal with. But it's also somewhat comforting to kind of see the community kind of rally around each other and, and be there for each other to help them get through something like that. But I can definitely understand how how that tragedy and kind of watching the way people reacted to it kind of just made you love the Marlins even
1: more. Yeah, and I've, I've, I've thought about the, the whole situation later because I'm, I'm also a father now. So yeah. it, like idea of like lo- losing a child but I also think about in Jose's case that because because he was from coming from Cuba, he came and he came alone, and his mother stayed in Cuba, and it took years uh, for his mother to even see him play. Like like stories like that, they they they're like even I'm I'm not a Cuban, <laughs> so it, it affects like you yeah. have to understand the, the power of the community and how this like this strategy, tragedy tragedy hit them like really hard because I I, I assume that most of them thought of him like I don't know if hero is the right word or or even if their son is the correct word here but like they they lost somebody who they like he 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 was their hero I would say (laughs) if you have to use the word heroes
0: yeah definitely so well, have you, I mean, that was several years ago now, 2016, 2017. Are you still keeping up with the Marlins?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think for a few years I, I was watching the game. I was continue working in the hotel for the, like, until 2021. So basically came like, kind of like routine to to watch the games and kind of keep up with the team. So yeah, and then 2020 before the the COVID hit. So then I started to to write about the Marlins. To the, there's this British website called uh, Bat Flips and Nerds. So then I started writing about about the Marlins. So yeah, it was super fun.
0: Yeah, I've I've read a couple of things you've put together on that website, and I know you know who your who your favorite player is now. But do you <laughs> yeah. do you kind of want to tell the listeners about you know? Who your guy is now, like who you're, you're a number one fan of.
1: Okay, so now it's Luis Araes. Yeah. So yeah, I I think I in the article I used the term that he had me at hello. <laughs> so, so yeah, I re- I remember when the Marlins traded for him. Like, I don't know if it's if it's like a common pessimist Marlins fan, So I I didn't have any high expectations for a player of his caliber coming to Miami. So if he would like contribute to the team, but he did everything I could have dreamed for. So yeah, at, at the moment, he's he's my favorite player.
0: <laughs> for good reason, I would say. Yeah. He's, he's a yeah. lot of fun to watch. I mean, it just, it, it's, the game seems to be more interesting whenever he's involved, that's for sure. Yeah. You mentioned that you have a friend, you know, and and I know that you... And um, you kind of have your own show. It's in Finnish, though, right? So it's it's not yeah. something that I would be able to understand particularly well. But uh, yeah, it translates to to baseball therapy. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's yeah. That's yeah. in English. It's it's baseball therapy. Yeah. So me and Ville, um, 2021, we had this idea about that we should make a podcast about baseball. And the baseball community here in Finland, it's, it's not so big. Uh, we have our, our own baseball league and it has been running since the 80s. There's uh, five to eight teams in the league. So we play baseball here. But like people who talk about baseball or are interested in baseball, it's not so much. It's maybe more in the people bet on baseball, but mm. they don't quite follow baseball. So I was on Twitter, Ville was on Twitter, and then we just noticed that it was basically just me and Ville and then a couple of other guys just talking about baseball and tweeting about baseball. So that's how we like first met with Ville on online that that hey you you seem to be interested in baseball and then we got like hit, hit off from there and yeah then 2021 we started the the baseball therapy and We wanted to call about uh, therapy because uh, after the COVID, so baseball was the only thing like there for, even if it was 2020 was a shortened season and then everything got together, but baseball was still there. So that was like for me and Ville, it was sort of a free therapy to talk about baseball. And then we just noticed that it was fun. From day one, we always have thought about that we want to make this podcast to to like grow the interest of the game here in Finland and I think we have we have done a pretty good job with that one with there's more people into baseball but still a small thing but yeah it's it has been fun
0: that's really cool do you talk about mostly like Finnish baseball or major league baseball or just kind of some of everything
1: Yeah, Mille is a Blue Jays fan, so we don't just talk about Marlins and Blue Jays. (laughs) (laughs) No, we have this kind of idea that usually we make episodes every couple of weeks. We talk about the Major League Baseball, what has happened in baseball, and then we make these episodes uh, like stories. We make like about players or something that has happened in the history of baseball. So. We kind of like want to get people know about baseball and not just talk about what's happening now in baseball. So we also want to talk about the history of the game. So
0: yeah, you'll have to do a couple of episodes in English. So
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually, actually, we, we had uh, last year we we did an episode about uh, the book uh, "Winning Fixes Everything." Mm. So we had Evan Trelic on and. The story about getting Evan Trelick to our podcast was so that we both read the the book. It was a really good book. Then we kind of like joked that, yeah, we should ask about Evan Trelik to come on the show and was like laughing, but yes, we should ask him. Then I just put out on the Twitter and I, and I tacked uh, Evan to the tweet and I said that this is an open invite to join. And then a couple of days went past and I thought about, okay, it's okay. He doesn't reply anything. And then one morning I, I woke up and Evan had replied to me that, <laughs> yes, just send me a DM. I will come. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was really uh, like a cool moment to, to like have him. And then we talk about the book and he was telling that uh, it's fun that when you write a book, so, somebody across the, uh, across the world wants to talk about your book. So, yeah, it was really, really cool for, uh, for us to have Evan on. So, yeah, yeah. That, that's probably the only episode we have done in English <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so neat. far, at least. So, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. neat,
0: though. I mean, social media is cool like that, and baseball is cool like that. You know, it kind of connects us, even though there might not be much else that we have in common. There's that one thing, and that's really neat. What a cool story yeah so when you're not watching the fish when you're not watching the marlins do you like to watch other games or um you know is it primarily just the marlins that you care about
1: no i no. in generally i i like i like baseball and i remember on when the covid hit i also watched a lot of korean baseball Mm. so it was fun to just watch baseball and yeah i usually watch baseball now i have a Day job, so I don't watch so many games live anymore. But anything that comes 8 p.m. is our like prime time. So <laughs> any game that's on, so I usually watch games at night. So uh, or in the evening. Yeah. And then we have a like uh, with my daughter. We have this like during the season. So before I take her to kindergarten, so we watch the Marlins highlights in in the morning. So. <laughs> That's kind of like our morning routine. So
0: that's adorable. Does she have a favorite yeah. player?
1: No, not yet. Not no, yet. I'm I'm trying to get him to the Marlins, but she can choose. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, uh my favorite player ever was Joey Wendell, and he was you know a, a Marlin there for a little bit. And he's now a New York Met, but he's he's been one of those guys that's been like every team. It seems like he's just played for everybody, but. I was sad to see him leave the Marlins because I had a little soft spot for them while while he was there.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, What comes to mind if I ask you what your favorite baseball memory is?
1: Yeah, I was thinking about this because I haven't seen any major league baseball games live yet, so I don't have any any story about walk off or uh, like seeing a no hitter or anything like that live. Yeah, and. Then I also also thought about the 2020 season when the Marlins made it to the playoffs. And I remember when they played against the Cubs, and I was watching the games and I I couldn't sit. I I was standing in my living room. I was watching watching the games, standing, because I was so nervous. But (laughs) when I think about my favorite baseball memory, uh, that's probably when me and Ville uh, went to see here in Finland Uh, we went to see a baseball game. So that was my first baseball game I have ever seen alive. So it was uh, 2021. It was Espo Expos uh, versus the Helsinki Mets. So so that was the year we started the podcast. And that was also the first time we met with Ville, like live in person. So we went to the baseball game. We had made an episode about like Finnish baseball, and the manager of the Expos, uh, Jere Kaistinen, so he invited us to, to come to the games. And so we went there. Uh, we got to hit some balls in a in a batting cage and then threw a few pitches there. And yeah, it was super fun to see the, the game live. Like in, in Helsinki, they, they play in a like small, like it's an outfield park. Mm. There's no fences or anything like that. So it was really cool to, to see the game. And we didn't see any home runs. Uh, apart from that, we see one like inside the park home run, so. <laughs> so that that was fun. But yeah, I think that's that's probably the my favorite memory. And also uh, after the game, me and Villa joked that uh, I saw the Mets before I saw the Marlins live. So because it was the Helsinki Mets, so. <laughs> so yeah.
0: Are all the Finnish teams named after like major league teams? You know, you just said Expos and Mets. Are they all kind yeah, of Yeah, they have
1: Expos and Mets and then they have they have Tigers. Yeah. At okay. least what I can remember. That's probably the ones that have like a major league connection. But yeah. I think they we have I think one of the team is called like Pumas or something like that. So but yeah, yeah Hel- Helsinki Mets and uh Espo Expos. And they have a lot of like lot of connection to, to Americans. So basically they are like students or a military person who are okay. uh, situated here in, in Helsinki or so yeah. or Helsinki area or, or in Tampere. So
0: yeah. yeah. Okay. You mentioned that you are a fan of like all the Miami teams now. So you're you're a Dolphins fan for football, a Panthers fan for hockey. Do you I mean I know you're a sports fan in general, I guess, but is is baseball like your favorite or do you just kind of like all sports the same?
1: Well, I think baseball probably now is my favorite sports. But when I grow up, I used to, uh, I played soccer. So I think if I'm like thinking about all the sports, so so then the soccer is always going, going to be my first love and yeah. I love the game. But I think baseball is now the, the most that, that, I, that I like. But I think it's, it's more connection to the, to the city of Miami. So I remember when, when we went to the Dolphins game and somebody asked me at the game, like, why, why Miami Dolphins is your favorite, like football team? So, uh, my answer was that, uh, I wanted to come to see football when it's warm. (laughs) I want, I want to watch football in my shorts and like have a church. I don't want to have like winter coat. I, I wear winter clothes enough here in Finland. So. (laughs) when i go see football i i just i want it to be warm so that's that's why the dolphins
0: i imagine you know the four weeks that you guys got to spend in florida was probably pretty nice and then you know maybe that kind of gets you through some of the minus 25 or whatever whatever you're dealing with
1: (laughs) yeah yeah it helps yeah helps a lot yeah
0: yeah i think uh you know, I don't I don't particularly watch a lot of football, but I know recently the the Dolphins lost to the Chiefs because they were playing at Arrowhead in Kansas City where it was like minus whatever and uh, it didn't seem fair to make Florida teams play in the cold like that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's 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 even as a fan uh, watching the game, it was it it looked brutal to to see yeah. them play there, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. For sure. Well, I know you haven't seen a game in America yet you haven't seen a major league baseball game but you know is that kind of the thing that's at the top of your baseball bucket list or is that is that just one of the things that you're hoping to do
1: yeah I think the the, like the number one thing on the bucket list is to see the Marlins live in Miami but I also think like I like I like history and now that uh, I have read about baseball history here so I think it would be cool to see all the like the old stadiums. I would like to go to the Wrigley Field or mm-hmm. Fenway Park or anything like that. But and I think it could be possible a bit possibility when we would go see Marlins in Miami because it's a eleven hour flight from Finland to to, to America, so it's not a weekend trip to to, <laughs> to, to see the Marlins. So <laughs> so it takes a little bit of planning. So but yeah, I would say that see the games see the stadiums but i would also like to it would be really fun to also to get to play baseball because baseball here in finland it's like i said it's it's located in, in helsinki i'm i'm living far away from helsinki so we don't have any team here okay. in the town where, where i'm living now so yeah it, it would it would require me to to like make my own team here in mm. here in <laughs> To, to get to play baseball but that that would be also on the bucket list just to get to play the games
0: yeah i think that's a good idea i think what you should do is you should plan kind of like a longer trip to america you know obviously go see the marlins in miami spend some time there and then you got to go see my rays up in, in tampa bay yeah and um you know Go see a couple of the other parks, some of the older ones, like you said. But then go find some, like, Sandlot-style baseball because it's out there. It It is, yeah. and it's a, it's a lot of fun to kind of just play pickup games like that.
1: I don't know what my talk would be to get to, to into the games about saying <laughs> that I have never played the game. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Maybe I could come as a pinch or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you have a glove? Like, do you do you have you played catch or anything like that, or just uh you know? No, I don't no? have it. I
1: don't okay. have a glove, but I have a baseball, uh, which I bought in like in a small market. This guy had like big bucket of balls, yeah. and I just put my hands in the bucket. Then I took one ball in, and the guy had a sign like the ball is like, I don't know, five euros or something. That's so. Then I took the ball and I looked the ball, and it was a. Uh, like this opening day ball from nineteen ninety three from uh, Marlins versus Dodgers. No. The first, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I just had to bought the, I just had to bought the ball. So yeah. I have it I have it in the cabin. So but yeah, maybe it was some like higher connection. I don't know.
0: Yes. Yeah. I would say so. I mean that's unreal. That's unreal. That was in <laughs> yeah. Finland? He had that ball? Yeah, it was
1: oh. yeah, it was it was in Finland like uh, like this really <laughs> small town has a like market during the summertime so there was probably some guy who had lived uh, probably in florida or something he had a lot yeah. of like he had pets and gloves and everything that he was selling so i think he was like on his summer holiday in finland and he just came to the to the market to to sell his stuff that's
0: cool that's cool yeah. tommy where do people find you online if they want to um you know read some of the the stories we were talking about or if there are any Finnish speakers we should point them in the the direction of um the podcast too
1: So yeah I'm on Twitter uh, at the korkea maki and you can find our podcast in Spotify and Apple podcast and everything we are under baseball Therapia, so that's where you can find uh if you want to learn Finnish, so about baseball, so <laughs> yeah,
0: I love that. Yeah. well, tell me, I can't thank you enough for making time to do this. This was so fun. I mean, uh, it's it's obviously dark where you are. I think it's nighttime. I'm sitting. It's not even lunchtime here where I am. So, but I love yeah. that baseball brought us together.
1: Yes, thank you. It was super fun. So, and this is what I love about the baseball community, mostly because every everybody i have countered in during this like seven years so it has been super cool to to meet new people and like everybody seems to be like really friendly and i think it's it's because you cannot fake that you like baseball like i think that's that's the most common thing that's you see if somebody fakes that they like baseballs. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, so true. That's what I, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's so true. There's too much to keep up with for, for yeah. it to be <laughs> to be fake. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tommy, thank you so much. I really, really enjoyed yes. this. Thank you. And that will wrap up this episode of the Baseball Bucket List podcast. Special thanks to Tommy Korkeamaki for joining us today all the way from Finland to share those stories and memories. If this sounds like something you'd like to do, if you think you might like to be a guest on the show... Head to BaseballBucketList.com slash podcast and fill out an application. I'd absolutely love to hear from you. And if you find yourself enjoying the show each week, please take a moment to rate and review it in the podcast app of your choice. That really goes a long way in helping share the goodness of baseball by getting the show in front of new listeners. And I would really appreciate it. That's it for this week. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next episode. This podcast is part of the Curved Brim Media Network. Here are some of the other members of Curved Brim Media. Hi, this is Kelly Robinson, the minor league nerd. My YouTube channel explores the history of minor league baseball teams. More than just stats, we delve into team lineage, sharing stories from current franchises to obscure one year wonders. Hey guys, this is Patrick Larson from the Minor League Baseball Hat History Series. And in every episode, I go through the history of minor league teams through my personal collection of hats. You can find me on Twitter at at PatLarson1. I hope you guys enjoy. This is Patrick. And Corey. Of BaseballMapper.com. And we have made an interactive map to help highlight all baseball teams from the majors down to collegiate summer leagues. We want to bring you closer to baseball. So get on the site and find a team near you today.
1: Hi, this is Ed Rivera of the Data Chronicles. Join me as I interview people just like you and players, coaches, GMs on the path that led you to become a fan of the sport. Hey everyone, it's Eric from the great state of Kansas. This is Johnny from the New Orleans Baby Cakes Memorial Museum. And we are the Earn Fun Average Podcast. Where we talk to a variety of guests about their love of baseball and have fun doing. It. America, lower your standards. Average is what we do best. I'm Paul Caputo, and on the Baseball by Design podcast, I talk to minor league baseball teams, designers, and other super interesting people about what these minor league baseball logos mean. And I talk a little bit about ice cream helmets. Learn more about Curve Brain Media at CurveBrainMedia.com.